You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. I am Clint. Daniel, how many days away are we from the SEC championship game? Well, tomorrow's Friday. Mm-hmm. And then at the following day this, is, this uh, is the is the day. Okay. Yeah. That's the one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, yeah. y'all get get excited because we're here. T- um T's and P's to anyone who asked me to do anything over the next forty eight hours because the answer is not no. gonna get done. We're gonna we're gonna rehash one that's gonna go on a t-shirt one day. If you need me, stop needing me. Stop needing me. Uh, hey, today's episode is brought to you by Omaha Steaks, tasty steaks, right to your door. Mm. Uh, we got ourselves today. Here's here's what we're doing. We have locks typically Tell on us. Thursday. We're gonna give sure. you a preview of the game. We're gonna let you. We're gonna break down what we've done so far with our hard earned cash, where we're putting it. This just in. I have no more money to bet. That's not because I've lost money because we are on the season 80, 64, and 2. It's not because we've lost money. It's because I've taken it all and shoved it in on a particular game. Okay? Um, I can't imagine which game that'll be, but I assume we'll get to it. We'll get to that. Uh, We'll give you some more picks, some leans, maybe in some other championship games. And then uh, the last segment, we're going to do this or that given to us by a bunch of Mm. y'all. So we are fans, first and foremost, on this podcast. That's what we're about. We care deeply about the dogs like you do. And hey, by the way, Bama fan, like, how you doing in the comments, y'all? Just, I'm so happy to see Pebble. Pebble, how you doing? Toady, how you doing? Did I tell you what the comment was going to say, or did I tell you what the comment was going to say, Clint? Uh, the whole week. You knew it. We, the whole week. We just out it. here predicting the future. Uh, hey, thanks for listening on the audio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio. Thanks for watching on the YouTube. Leave us a thumbs up. Leave us a rating and review. Leave us, Drop us a comment in there. Um, all those things are appreciated. Um, we talked about the defense, Clint. We've talked yes, about the offense. Clint. Yes, sir. We've talked about the Iron Bowl on Monday. Yes, sir. Clint. The year's 2021. Still. <laughs> has it hasn't st- changed yet. And still, Georgia is better than Alabama. We're going to get to our take on what we think is going to happen on Saturday in a second. But first, we would be remiss if we didn't say this sweatshirt right here, Clint. This this guy right here, uh, Congratulations to to Adam Smith. You're the you're the big winner, Adam. Congratulations, Adam, congratulations to you, my man. Uh, sent you a sent you a message already. Get Holy. us your size information. Get us all the pertinence, and um, we're gonna get you that sweatshirt shipped out. And so, congratulations to you, and to thank and thank you to everyone who has subscribed to the podcast and grown the podcast over these last few weeks. We've had a great time with you all. Excited to keep bringing you content uh, throughout the national championship game and beyond. Uh, can't wait to continue doing that. So, all right, Clint, yes, let's let's get into this. We talked about the defense. We talked about Georgia's dominant defense. We've talked about what Alabama does well on defense. We talked about what Alabama struggles with on defense. But now we talked about the offense. We talked about how Georgia's 
probably underrated, how the narrative is drastically different, but these two offenses really not as uh, as different statistically as you might expect. No. So, Clint, what do we think is going to happen in this game? The line is six and a half. The over-under is still around 50 and a half. And so um, we know that you're betting on Georgia. Okay, we get that. All, you're all betting all the money on Georgia. But let's talk, talk to me about what's going to happen on Saturday. What am I going to watch when I turn on turn on the TV or or walk, um, walk into the bins? We might we might get to this tomorrow, Friday before the game. But y'all don't don't sleep on that number we've held opponents to under seven, under a touchdown. Um, that's not going to last this game. Okay, can I just mm. can I say that right now? I I don't think it's going to last. All right, Alabama fan. He said something nice about you. I did. I did, Pebble. How you doing? Um, here's what's going to happen. What's going to happen is we're going to still dominate this game. We're going to control the game. We're going to out-hit, out-tackle, out-pursue, out-run, out-pass, out-block. The entirety of the arsenal will come full-fledged right into Bama's face. And there's nothing they could do about it except say, thank you, may I have another. That's what they're going to have to say mm. because there's no other option. The clock dictates I must keep going until it strikes zero and keep going. Legal. Sure. Um, so this, it came out as four. I put money in. It came out at six. I put money in. It came out six and a half. I put money in. We're going to cover the, the number that keeps coming into my head, Daniel. I don't know why. Mm. 27-17 is going okay. to be the final score. 27-17 is what I have predicted. That's a 10-point spread that covers that. If you can get some other uh, lines, you know, your little your little betting sites, mm. bet, uh, bet online, um, go ahead and get some, little, some alternative alternate, lines. Alternate action, a little nine and a half, a little dogs minus nine and a half. A little caliente, a little, little plus 130 maybe action um, on that. Mm. Yeah, I, I just don't see how with the the – talent that we have at the right positions that we have. So you can talk to me all day long about Bryce Young. I'm not here for it. Like he's a good quarterback. I I don't really care that much to be frank with you. I've seen lots of good quarterbacks. Uh, I've seen a really good quarterback um, in red for my team doing great things to great receivers all day long with Todd Munkin, a great offensive coordinator. So I think we went by 10. I think we handle them. I think they get their 17th point in the fourth quarter uh, after the game is handily in tow and Kirby is about to get dumped with Gatorade. That's what I'm thinking. Daniel, what say you? Yeah. Yeah. I think the thing, you know, you went to a don't sleep on. I might go to something that makes me a little bit nervous. Um, I I think the thing that makes me the most anxious about what's going to happen on Saturday is um, a slow start. From Georgia. Georgia has been a fast starting team this year. They have come out of the gates with their hair on fire. Um, even the Tennessee game, the defense came out, gave up a touchdown. The offense came right back down the field and scored a touchdown of their own, particularly on the offensive side of the ball. It makes me a little nervous to think about what happens if we come out and go three and out, three and out on the first two series of the game. Um, and I think that's a, le- a legitimate, distinct possibility. Yes, um, and so I do think over the course of the game, I'm not worried about Georgia scoring 
in as the game progresses because we've covered that we think that the Georgia offense is actually quite good. The Georgia offense is filled with playmakers, and we think the quarterback is more than capable of getting them all the football. And so slow start worries me a little bit, um, but I do think the defense holds. I don't think Alabama gets to 17. I I think the defense scores a touchdown on Saturday, Glenn. I think we're looking at a potential – I think we're looking at a potential – 28 to 10 situation, 28 to seven, maybe 28 to like 31 to nine type situation. Now, now I want to say something that as you're talking, I remember in previous games, big games that we've been a part of, um, you've had the, the calloused, the grizzled Georgia pessimism that's always mm-hmm. been there on you. Sure. LSU, I go back to LSU game a couple of years ago. Uh, I was pretty high. I came in riding a horse and yeah, you did. got got thrown right off. Daniel said, mm, don't do that, Clint. I, I just kneecapped that horse as he went by me and said, get down from there, you idiot. Because... Yeah. Uh, so so I get uh, – I, I can look at this team and look at X's and O's and look at – Daniel should have every reason not to. And we've been pretty good outside of that LSU pick. We've been pretty good at picking these games, Daniel. These high – yes, we're homers. Yes, we're biased. But I'm telling you all. Leave it in the comment section if you want people to know that we're homers. That's literally the point of the podcast. So I, thank I'm you. a fan, and I think we, we'll win because I'm a fan. Um, and it's fun to be a fan. But this game is different. Dan, like, like you're talking about this Bam, vaunted Bama logo, and it doesn't scare you because you know – the players are here. The system is here. This is the team. We're we're the better team in this game, and there's no doubt about it. Um, now, check back tomorrow. There are plenty of things I'm nervous about about this game, and I will I will list them ad nauseum, and Long you list. will need a bucket. So tune in tomorrow for that. But uh, I do think we're going to win. I do think we're going to win handily. Uh, we got some other picks for some other games around championship weekend, and then we're going to get to some this or that's right after this. First, I want to let you know about Omaha Steaks. Uh, you know, Daniel, I, I can remember uh, as a kid growing up, uh, turkey is like the thing that you always eat at a big game or big, I'm sorry, big meal, big holiday. Big game turkey family. That big was your, you were... Yeah. Look, we don't we don't play, okay? We don't play, <laughs> or, or the holiday ham. Um, yeah, but sure. You know it's fantastic. I remember my grandparents had uh, Omaha steaks delivered to their house, and those things hit different, y'all. They just hit different when you mm-hmm. eat them around the holidays. Mm. The holidays are around the corner, and finding the perfect gift can be tricky. Omaha steaks makes it easy to send friends and family an unforgettable, guaranteed to be loved. Go to omahasteaks.com and enter college into the search bar to order the perfect gift package. For nine hundred, I'm sorry, ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cents. You'll get twenty four entrees. That's way better than that's way better than nine hundred dollars, Clint. Way better. Uh, ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cents. You'll get twenty four entrees: the world famous bacon wrap, filet mignons, chicken breasts, sides, desserts, and so much more. When you use the code College, you'll also get an additional eight Omaha steak burgers free with your order. We've all heard the sport, the reports and shortages about shipping delays, so don't wait. Order the perfect gift package today at omahasteaks.com. You'll get eight free burgers when entering the code COLLEGE. Achieve gifting greatness with Omaha Steaks. Incredible flavors, incredible value, and 100% guarantee. omahasteaks.com, keyword COLLEGE. 
All right, Clint, let's talk about some of these. Now, we're not going to do a traditional lock segment this week, no. so bet with caution. Clint and I have wagered all of our money on the Georgia game. So there are no there's no monies to be bet on any of the no other games. I got no more use to give anywhere. No. So what we're going to do is we're going to run through some of the mo- notable conference championship games, and we're just going to give you our feelings and whether or not we feel confident enough that we would make this a lock. Clint, let's start on Friday night. Pac-12 championship rematch of a couple weeks ago, Oregon and Utah. Last time it was at Utah. This time it's at a neutral site. And I'll just go ahead and tell you, I think that is the difference in the game. Give me Oregon plus two and a half. I love this line. Revenge spot for Oregon. They get they they figure things out. They get right. They've already played themselves out of the playoff, which is what the Pac-12 loves to do. The Pac-12 loves to miss the playoff. And so now that that's secured, now that they've secured their spot, not in the playoff, Oregon comes back, wins a game that doesn't matter, uh, covers a plus two and a half on a neutral site. Um, where's that game? Is that game still in San Francisco, Santa Clara area? Or where do they play that thing now? They play in Las Vegas. Are they doing it in they, Vegas they, now? I don't know. Pac-12, man. Who cares? Give me Oregon plus two and a half. What, do, what are your thoughts on the Pac-12 championship? Uh, look, here's the deal. Um, Allegiant Stadium in Vegas. You are correct. Yeah. Las um, Vegas, you, it, look, if you're going to be there, go to the window. It's right there. It's it's literally right there. Mm-hmm. Um, look, here's the biggest thing that Oregon has going for it. It has better players. It has better recruiting. Utah, that stadium, that passion, that fan base, the team with the tragedy that's happened to a couple of players. Like, look, they, they are together. Okay. And Coach Winningham is a good coach. Oregon has the better players. And the biggest thing I go for him is Mario is not linked to any of these rumors going on right now. Save for nobody maybe Miami, wants Mario, but Miami's still filled by somebody. Um, mm. Save Florida State, but again, Florida State filled by somebody right now. Nobody wants Mario. Mario's staying in Oregon. I think he sees this as um, recruitment, it's branding, it's getting guys in the system more. Uh, give me Oregon plus two and a half. That's an easy bet, Daniel. All right, Saturday morning, we got Baylor, Oklahoma State, Big 12 title game. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a noon kick. We're in, I'm in Central Time, so it's a 11 a.m. kick for me. Baylor, Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State, a lot to play for. <laughs> now, this is the, the Oklahoma-Oklahoma the Oklahoma, Oklahoma State game, objectively speaking, was the best college football game I've seen this year. It was the most entertaining three and a half hours of football that I have watched this year. And it's not particularly close. Uh, Can Oklahoma state recover from that and rally themselves one more time and make the college football playoff? They are a five and a half point favorite against Baylor who they beat by 10 points earlier this year. Clint, what are your thoughts? Look, here's the deal. I I think Baylor is well coached. They're going to keep this game close. Count on Baylor keeping games close, big games especially. David Randy just got that big contract extension. They got players. They got skill. They got speed. Quarterback's a little iffy for Baylor. Um, but, again, Oklahoma State's biggest. They want to make you one-dimensional. They're going to stop the run. I actually think that helps Baylor a little bit because Baylor's going to do more speed, not so much power. Um, five and a half is a lot of points, Daniel, in this game, to be totally honest with you. Like, that's a lot of points. <laughs> Oklahoma State was literally dangerous to start, like the best game of the year they were involved in. And they, they get a one-week turnaround from playing a rival to get into the yeah. championship. 
I'm not saying Oklahoma, I'm not saying the Cowpokes are going to lose, but it's going to be closer than five and a half. Give me Baylor plus the points. I'd take the under 46 and a half in this game. If I was going to make That's a bet it. in this game, I'm not, but I'll take the under 46 and a half. Oklahoma State's got a good defense. They did not look good last week against Oklahoma. They will be looking to prove something. And I think they keep it pretty vanilla and just try to squeak out with a close win. All right, moving forward, we're obviously we've talked about Georgia, Alabama. Can Houston give Cincinnati a game in the AAC championship, Clint? That's all I'm going to ask. Luke Fickle is trying to make a statement win before he goes off to Notre Dame. Like he, he trying to mm. get that. Okay. Um, trying to get in that playoff, make that win. No. What uh, if Cincinnati and Notre Dame both make the playoff and Luke Fickle coaches Notre Dame in the playoff? Guys. Against guys, Cincinnati. Let's go. Chaos. Bet on chaos this year. Um, no, Cincinnati is going to no. take that one. And it's 10 and a half. That's a lot of points. I can't make that bet. But Cincinnati is going to win comfortably. Michigan, Iowa is also 10 and a half points, Clint. Can Iowa keep it close against Michigan? Can they recover some of that early season magic before it feels like they got absolutely exposed as a fraud of a team? And the season's just been in shambles ever since. Uh, Can they keep it close against Michigan? Iowa is just the most backyard brawl. No skill, just like grab you and keep you close team in the world. Like, yeah, like they're disgusting that way. Um, I, this is a stay away game in entirety for me because, yeah, Iowa could do that and it could be a nine to 13 game, you know, like, yeah, up and th- that's the final score. Yes, or it could correct. be 35 three because Iowa is that fraud. So it's a stay away game for me, but I think Michigan pulls it out. I, I do think. Michigan wins, but I like Iowa plus 10 and a half. That's too many points. Michigan's not that good, y'all. Michigan's not that good. All right, last Power 5 Conference Championship. Uh, Have you ever in your life – This is – guys, when we say this is bad football and like unwatchable, it doesn't A less interesting Power 5 Conference Championship game than Wake Forest versus Pitt, Clint. Ever in your life have you heard of a thing that was less watchable than these two teams playing football? The Poinsettia Bowl two years ago. I don't even know the teams that were involved in it, Daniel. I don't need to. I watch it. It was more watchable. Give me the Cheez-Its Bowl all day, every day over this. Uh, Pitt is favored by three, and I think they cover. I like Pitt in this game. I like Kenny Pickett. Uh, trying to impress Heisman voters, even though they have already voted, and and stock in draft. That's yes, correct. Trying to shoot that thing. Up. All right, we we've got some this or that's. So we're going to come back and we're going to give you those. Uh, we're going to rattle through some of those, um, some SEC championship related this or that's. And so come back for that first. Want to tell you about the fine folks over at BetOnline.ag. They are your online sportsbook experts. They're the place to go to place every one of these wagers that we're just talking about. If you like Iowa to keep it close, if you like Pitt to run away with it, if you like, if you want to make a money line parlay of all the favorites, if you want to bet on all the favorites winning and absolutely no chaos happening on Saturday, then may God have mercy on your soul. But you can do that at betonline.ag. It's your online sportsbook expert. They're the place that Clint and I go to place every wager that we want online. And right now, when you enter the promo code locked on, you can get a 50% bonus on your initial deposit. That is free money with which to wager at betonline.ag. The NBA, 
the NFL, the NHL, college basketball, college football. Bowl season's coming up. Go to betonline.ag right now. Enter the promo code Locked On and get a 50% bonus on your initial deposit from BetOnline, the on, your online sportsbook experts. All right, Clint. We got some we got some this or that's here. Yes, sir. You ready? We got four of them, and I'm just gonna rat, we're gonna rattle through them quick. All right, you ready? Yes, sir. This or that number. If you don't know how this game works, if you're new to the podcast, you can get with this, or you can get with that. Those are your choices, and then you choose which one you want. It's really not overly complicated. I just explained it because there's probably Alabama fans watching. You can get with this, Clint. Spoke too fast for him. Spoke too fast for him. You can get with this, which is, this is a roster help version of this or that. Okay, so we're getting some reinforcements coming in for the SEC Championship game. Oh, I got you. Okay, okay. You get to choose one of these two pairs of players from the 2017 Georgia Bulldogs team to come okay. play on the 2021 Georgia Bulldogs team going into the SEC Championship game. So I'm going to give you two pairs. Already. I know my answer nope. already. Let's I'm giving you the pairs, and you have to choose one of the oh. two pairs. All right, are you ready? The first pair is Roquan Smith and Ooh. Andrew Thomas. Okay. Okay. The okay. second pair is DeAndre Baker and Nick Chubb. Oh no! Who are you choosing? Okay. Um, is that, do I get to do I get to kick uh, Solly over to, to the right tackle? Is that what I get to do in this? I could I could set up you the lineup. You can reset the line. Yeah, the offensive line, however you want. But I assume Andrew Thomas just comes in and replaces Broderick Jones, and we move forward. Um, give me, give me DeAndre Baker and Nick Chubb, y'all. Like, like it's not, I'm sorry, Nicobe Dean, I love you to death. Andrew Thomas, you're the best tackle ever to play at University no, of you, Georgia. You, this, you, you had a Freudian slip there, Clint. You said Nicobe Dean, I love you to death. That's why, as weird as this sounds, there Roquan is. Smith is less needed on this team. I'm not saying he's not better than oh. all those other guys, oh. but we don't need him as much as we need Nick Chubb, a Nick transcendent Chubb. talent at running back, and DeAndre Baker, a transcendent talent, at least in the college ranks, at corner. So you got DeAndre Baker and uh, uh, Kendrick on the outside. Done. And now you got Nick Chubb in the backfield with Brock Bowers and Jorge Pickens. Sets and Bennett's throwing this many passes in the fourth quarter. Just Let's do this. Let's do this. All right. Here's a, st- uh, a this or that stat edition for the SC Championship game. There's two of these. I'm going to give you the first one. Here we go. You can get with this, which is Georgia has two receivers in the SEC Championship game with at least 120 yards or more receiving. Okay. Two receivers, both at a buck twenty or more, okay. or neither Williams nor Mechie reach a hundred yards receiving in the game. So you can get with this: two Georgia receivers go for one twenty each, and whatever happens on the Alabama side happens. Or you can get with that: you guarantee that neither Williams nor Mechie reach the one hundred yard mark. Um, Bama receivers don't reach a hundred because that's their offense, y'all. Like, I've just, I've just taken all. Well, the what if, they, what if they run the ball against this club? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure, sure. Okay. Daniel, also, what if I start 
what if I start crying gold tears and just and just catching you, them and depositing them you, in the bank? No, you might you might do it. I might if we win. I you win. might do it. I mean, after all, Kirby Smart did fake a punt with Justin Fields, and so you might start crying gold tears. This is the Alabama fans' logic of why they'll beat us. So mm. I don't. Mm. You don't have to make sense. You just have to no. name a random fact from history and then say Alabama will win. And it, that's that's logic. At stat this or that number two. Georgia commits zero. This is that you can get with this. Georgia commits zero penalties. OK. OK. Wow, and, now we're talking. And I'm adding to this. And okay. the refs miss zero calls in the game. Okay. Ooh. All right. Already, that's that's a spicy. Caliente. That's a, that's a caliente. That's, All right. That's a good move. Or you can get with that, which is Georgia kickers and punters play a perfect game. Uh, give me no penalties and every call made. No penalties, every call made. It's the simplest it's an easy thing. One. It's an it's easy one. Bama and the SEC. I, uh, is this Pac-12 crew, Daniel? That's going to be. Uh, I don't think so. I, I believe it's. Okay. I believe it's Gary Danielson's brother-in-law calling the game. Yeah, uh, zero penalties on be doing and it. And they make every right call of Alabama. Give me that all day long. Yeah, it's not. It's not particularly close. But you know why? Because if we commit zero penalties, we don't need a kicker. We could literally just squib it every kickoff. We could never punt, and we could miss every extra point. Wouldn't be relevant in this mm -hmm. final score at all. All right, here we go. Last this or that. This is this is the one we're going to go out on. You can get with this. We know that Georgia's a lock for the playoff. Okay? Yes, sir. Alabama, are you a lock for the playoff, I ask? No, sir. Okay. Comments. Georgia is, a lock, Georgia is a lock for the playoff. So you can get with this, which is you guarantee a win in the SEC championship game or you guarantee a win – in the college football playoff semifinal game. The rest of the chips fall where they may. You get to guarantee one win. Which win are you going to guarantee? It's not to say we would lose the other game, because then obviously you'd pick the semifinal game, yeah. because if you lose that one, you're out. It's to say the chips will fall where they may, but you get to guarantee okay. a win this in is, one of these two games. Which This is really interesting. The best, The best team... The national championship, let me just say this right now, is Saturday. Okay? Let me repeat one more time. The national so why do you need to think about this answer more? The game that we need to win is Saturday. We kick Bama out. We roll through Cincy. No, you, you pick the team. I don't care. It's. Do you remember 2012, Clint? I know you do. 2012 <laughs> SEC championship game, one of the most heartbreaking moments that a Georgia fan has ever experienced. The year is not 2012. I'll remind you of that. But in 2012, do you remember who Georgia would have played if that ball would have traveled two yards farther and gone into the end zone and mm. we had not fallen down on the two-yard line and lost the game as the clock expired? What? Do you remember who what? Georgia would have played what? in the national championship game? Who the answer is Manti Teow and Notre Dame is the answer how, to that question. How did that work out for Notre Dame? Okay. Well, what I'm trying to say is the national championship game is the only team that has a chance to beat you on your way to winning the national championship. That's the national championship game. In 2012, 
Georgia lost the national championship game because Notre Dame was not going to provide any resistance to them. No. No. The same is true this year. Oklahoma State, Cincinnati, Notre Dame, Michigan, these are not teams that are going to provide resistance. And yet, uh, so you guarantee the win on Saturday. And you I had a buddy of mine, the Michigan fan, who said, hey, we might have to plan a uh, a little playoff party. And I said, why are people the way they are, Clint? First of all, uh, why no. are people the way that they are? No. Secondly, you don't no. want me around your Michigan school because you will you will forever hate me because I won't be able to stop talking about the absolute train wreck that happens it's, it's kind of like when a cow plow hits a cow on a train. You, they just they just eject them 20 yards off the track. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's Michigan's the cow. We're the cow plow. Mm. Um, it's okay. a relatable metaphor that you've just given the people. So many people know what that is and what it is that you're talking about. So <laughs> I, I bet um, more people do than don't, Daniel. You You hold your tongue. Great way to end the show. Hey, thanks for being with us. We're two days away from Saturday. Uh, come back. Oh. Um, uh, go back. If you didn't listen, we talked to Josh, uh, from dog stats yesterday about all about the defense. We talked with John from John tweet sports, all about the offense on Tuesday. Go back and listen to those previews tomorrow. Clint and I will be back with a, with a excited, nervous about don't sleep on, uh, for the SC championship game. There's a lot in all three categories. I'm just going to say, we're going to have to talk fast. We're going to have to talk fast because the game's coming, Clint. The game is coming, and um, I couldn't be more excited about it. Come back tomorrow. Go back and listen to those episodes. Give us a thumbs up, comment, tell a friend about the show, and we will see you all later. See ya.